Today's episode is sponsored by Spartan Chemical Company. Family owned and operated since 1956, Spartan Chemical is a leading manufacturer of superior and cost-effective specialty chemical products sold through select trusted distributors. Spartan Chemical makes clean simple. For more information, please visit spartanchemical.com. Today's story is one of inspiration, how someone who finds a new pathway to success gives back to others. And to do this, I welcome Rayhan Staten. Well, Rayhan, thank you for joining us today. I know you have a fantastic story to share with us. I understand that years ago you made headlines nationwide when you were working in the sanitation industry. Can you tell us a little bit about that in your journey? For sure, for sure. And then I just want to start by saying thank you for having me. But yeah, um, a couple of years back, I ended up going viral, you know, all throughout different media outlets. And that was because I got accepted to Harvard Law School. I think one of the things that people found interesting about my story was, one, I didn't always do really good in school. I came from a, you know, single parent household raised by a single father. And, you know, my brother worked in sanitation. And quite frankly, I just never, I didn't do well in school. You know, we were battling housing insecurities food insecurities, and it was just hard to focus. And by the time I graduated, um, I was towards the bottom of the class. I didn't get accepted to any school that I applied to. And then go work for a local sanitation company uh, called Bates Trucking Trash and Recycling. And it was kind of there where my life kind of changed forever because, you know, everyone I worked with was formerly incarcerated. You know, they were sanitation workers. But it was like the first time I really felt a community of people come around me and just believe that I was intelligent. Uh, they thought I was worth investing into. And through all of that, you know, they helped convince me to go to school, helped me get into Bowie State University. I ended up turning into a 4.0 student, transferred to the University of Maryland, um, ended up graduating speaker of the class. And from there, I ended up going to Harvard Law School. And it was like quite a journey. And I do want to know, you know, at my time at the University of Maryland, my dad suffered a stroke. And because of that, I had to work full-time as a sanitation worker and be a full-time student and with the help of the uh, support staff with the help of the sanitation workers with the help of my professors i was able to kind of have a successful successful academic career i hope your father's doing well he's recovered very well uh you know fun fun fact he actually went back to work for the sanitation company <laughs> so my brother's well, still sir. working at the sanitation company my dad's still working at the sanitation company so the family's still in the business. Yeah. So the ones you worked with in sanitation, what do you think about them as people? I, I actually have a very interesting response to that. You know, when people when people ask me about my mentors, you know, they think about Harvard Law School professors. They think about, you know, just professors in general. Maybe they think about some other some other business leaders and et cetera. However, they always tend to leave out you know, my coworkers, I look to them as mentors. I look to them as my leaders. I'll seek them for advice. I ask them to have how to navigate my career. And to me, they're just leaders. They're my friends. They're my family. I, I imagine they appreciate that. Now, let's talk about at Harvard. Now, you mentioned your grades weren't the best, but you you pulled it together and you got in. But let's talk about why you're at Harvard. You Notice the support staff, the cleaners, the food workers, those that that uh, polish the glass and clean the restrooms and all that. And they've said 
that you treated them differently than others. Can you talk about that and why that is? You know, I can't really talk about why that is, you know, because um, I guess for me, people always ask me the question, you know, did I interact with the support staff because of my background regarding sanitation work? But the reality was the way that my father raised me, I was always close to the support staff uh, wherever I was located at, um, even before I became a sanitation worker. To me, uh, in the name of reciprocity, you know, they give to us so much. Just one cool story I want to share with you. There was one woman at Harvard Law School who hurt her foot. She's a classmate of mine. And she ended up texting one of the support staff asking them, could they like bring her water because her ankle was hurt. Not only did the support staff member bring her water, he brought her an entire breakfast and then made sure that she need, if she needed anything else, you know, just let them know. And just saying all that to say, you know, to me, just, you know, they just go above and beyond. You know, they're just so great. They're very kind. They're giving. They're more than their job. They're just great human beings. And I'm just really glad to know them. And I guess in that context, I was just treating them. I think anyone should be treated and um, and just show them the love that they give us every single day. And so to me, I was a little disheartened when I found out, you know, this was a unique experience that they were receiving from me. And there's probably a number of reasons why that is. But um, for me specifically, I can just say, you know, that's how my dad raised me. Um, getting the experience in the sanitation industry gave me some extra insight on how some folks in this industry are treated by others. And I just want to make sure I play my part to make sure they don't get lost, you know, between the cracks. Because at some point, you know, people lift up um, teachers, people lift up our, our, you know, our soldiers, you know, people talk very well about our firefighters, policemen, et cetera. But, you know, when I think about the service industry in terms of sanitation work, um, those who, you know, are custodians, like to me, that's a service that's just up there along with the rest of them. You know, they keep us clean. They keep our um, buildings worth coming to. <laughs> like if these folks were just, would just all of a sudden like just leave, our buildings would just, you know, just crumble beneath us. They, 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 you would not want to enter them. You just wouldn't. And so for me, I just want to give them the love that they deserve. And that's the, the beginning and the end of it. Well, good words. And I think the judge of a person is how they treat others, not just sanitation, cleaning, but maybe you're out having a meal with a friend and they don't treat the food server with respect. I think it applies everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think it sometimes it's a little disheartening to see again people tend mm. to judge someone by the by their by their role by their status uh but not by their character and i think the important thing to note is like all roles are important you know i don't i don't care how high or how low you are on this like fake food chain that we created um but these roles matter they serve a purpose and we need to make sure we honor the role for what they give to our community. And especially when it comes to like service workers, um, those who clean our buildings, those who just take care of us, uh, I think we should make sure we go the extra step for them in the name of reciprocity. Agreed. 
You mentioned reciprocity. So let's wrap up our interview today. Have you speak to your nonprofit, the reciprocity effect? Tell us what that is and what we can do to help. You know, the reciprocity effect is simply an organization that wants to bring visibility and aid to service workers, such as custodians, groundskeepers, et cetera, those who just give to us on a daily basis. And really, um, I remember one of the ways that this started was I was walking down the hallway and I said hi to a custodian who was walking in my direction. And she was so surprised that I was talking to her. She, she said, are you talking to me? I said, yes, how are you doing? A second time. And then she responded by saying, me? And so I paused and looked around just to make sure, like, am I, am I, is there someone around that I'm just like not seeing? But then, no, I said, I'm talking to you. How are you doing? And she said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Students don't talk to me. Students would rather look at the wall than talk to me. Mm-hmm. And then I gasped at that point because I was like, that's insane. <laughs> And so long story short, I then took it upon myself to create an organization that is really geared towards connecting, you know, students, professors, you know, just with their support staff members. Right. And I'm like, you know, if we can create a more holistic society, everyone will win. You know, the support staff will be happier in their work. The students will feel more supported while they go to school. And then that will reflect better in their grades, at least in theory. Um, just by creating a better environment for everyone. And so the the organization gives honor to support staff. For example, we we did a really great big award banquet for them for the first time at Harvard Law School. Like over 200 people showed up. It was the first time that they said high administration students and support staff were in the same room on the same even playing field with the focus on support staff. They said that no one's ever seen that before. You know, we're also creating an emergency fund for the support staff members. And that's just our goal is simply just to increase quality of life for support staff members and increase visibility. And the one thing that people can do to help is simply just, you know, just really just take the time to just show their uh, support staff members appreciation and make sure we don't uh, negligently dehumanize them by acting as, and by taking their roles for granted. Because, again, the whole mission here is simply just let's just make sure we give respect to the role because without them, we, we will live in a world that we really would not want to live in.